に上がら関係ねえ<笑> Shall we begin? Into his coming I can do this all day Tear down this wall Finally, after all this time, Ikuzo has come back to the broadcast. Thank you all for waiting for these few weeks. Thank you for accompanying us on this journey. Special shout out to the OG listeners. We hope that after all this uh, little hiatus between seasons, situation in Ukraine would be different, but we live to tell that story some other day. DC Comics are heating up their game in cinemas, Marvel is conquering streaming service and TV. The rivalry that raged for eons. There are both DC maniacs and Marvel fanatics in our audience, parents who will not force their children to choose between DC and Marvel, but if they choose DC, get the fuck out of my house. Comics, movies, TV shows, toys and merchandise, the list goes on and on. And the question is, who is the superior franchise, or better yet? Is there the superior franchise? Oh, and Luca, how ya doing? Uh, I'm doing phenomenal. Very excited to get back to uh, recording and broadcasting, as you said. Uh, we have some exciting, and I'm excited to uh, hear myself speak again. <laughs> so uh, let's jump uh, right into the war Marvel versus DC discussed through the decades, as you spoke. Good to be back. Uh, you know, Marvel and DC, they pushed each other to, to, to go beyond their limits. I mean, even uh, one pushed another uh, to the brink of uh, bankruptcy from time to time. And it goes so personal that when you are on that uh, date and you mention, you know, it, now it's cool that you watch Marvel and DC, but you mentioned that your girl said, hey, you know, I, I love that Marvel hero uh, Batman and Bro, he's she's not for you, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely not for you. But uh, think about like um, I read, and I think this uh, 2017 research, um, the Marvel and DC, as far as the comic books go, I think control 70 percent of the market share uh, uh, together. So you just really see that this is these two companies are uh, trademarks of the comic book industry as a whole, uh, especially we can say in, in the world as well, not just in America. So, uh, but I want to take you back, you know, and uh, even before, during the creation of the, because they come at a similar time, almost uh, Marvel and DC. Uh, and this fascination that blooms today with superhero fiction, and that has been going on uh, for the decade. Why do you think we are so fascinated with, with all this superhero stuff uh, to this day. You know why? Because reality is boring, to be honest. I mean, we just entered that world of comics, the world of movies, fantasy, sci-fi, anything. And they are those ex exceptional humans. We wish, we wish they are real, you know. They don't need to be us. I don't need to have superpowers, but I need a superhero in my life, in my town, the local superhero or something, you know. And extraordinary things, they don't even happen anymore. And, you know, you said Marvel and DC, when they began, they, they were not the superhero brands, you know. Marvel Comics was uh, timely comics at the time. And uh, it's just, it, it was mostly about war propaganda. DC also, you know, uh, slapping Hitler in the face by Captain America, Batman fighting in the, uh, in the, 
in the World War II, and then you have the Cold War. It's all propaganda, and even now the superheroes they are so lovable by by, by people. You know mm-hmm. that they, they are those ideals we want to conquer, but they are flawed men as well in some comics now, and but. They still are the means for the the companies like Disney, like Warner Bros, DC, Marvel, to to put some propaganda on. Uh, yeah, that, that that part is uh, quite true. Uh, and uh, like I read uh, that uh, creator of Superman, actually he was a Jewish man, and uh, he uh, the abuse of Superman was inspired because he couldn't do nothing for the his Jewish brothers in in uh, at the time in Germany, and he like wanted to. He just wanted to wash, if he could wash away with some power all all their pain and suffering, and that's why that's how he created Superman. I mean, uh, this this ideal man that will tear down all the evil, and I think that's where all superhero comics begin. Uh, every superhero creation sort of begins, and then you chop it a little bit, you create different kind of things, and to that point. But one thing. Like today, we have DC and Marvel in movies. They are conquering movies industries a lot, especially Marvel. Uh, but I always look at it like the superhero genre to me has a special connection with these uh, papers, with these comic books. And I think that connection should really be more cherished and more appreciated by the fans that enjoy the movies today. Uh, because I think there's there's some inescapable connection there between these colored pages with these costume freaks uh, and all this superhero idea. You know, uh, people would think that manga and comics, they are similar, but uh, I mean, when you insult, and that's insult for manga fan base, when you don't uh, incorporate some scene from manga in the anime or in anime movie, they are just pissed off. And in the movies based on comic books when you have some comic accurate scene when you have some comic accurate uh suit we just geek out you know but in some way when you have those movies that are original it's also good you know you have some fresh material it's based on comics but from now and then i think that you should have purely comic based movie all from comics and i mean the technology at the time 20 years ago 30 years ago it it wasn't passable now it is and there's this phrase we live in a society uh, back then it was just all about the superheroes villains were just there like the necessary evil but you know you have so complex characters and people today because we live in a society or uh, they uh that they, they like villains too i mean joker it was mind-blowing everyone liked everyone sympathized with the joking portrayal of joke uh but uh, one thing that uh, kind of fascinates me, and uh, to shift to the Marvel versus DC uh, conversation again, uh, when Marvel got its huge uh, success with the cinematic universe, and when DC many times failed to replicate that, they're getting some traction now, so it seems, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, I think it was, like in the past, there was there were heroes, there was Superman, there was Batman, there was Captain America, there was Spider-Man, and pretty much maybe Hulk, and everybody else, <laughs> so to speak. 
Others were, maybe so general public knew something about it, but generally not so much, uh, except, of course, the people that follow comics. And uh, when we got introduced, when world got introduced to all these awesome new heroes and the new, 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 new villains and everything, I think it really showed that the vast variety that comics offer us, that both DC and Marvel can offer us, is just Marvel did a better job in that department. Yeah, and I mean, when Doctor Strange was coming out, it was not so long ago. And uh, Doctor Strange for general public was completely incognito, you know, and I was so, oh my God, how how do you not know for Doctor Strange? I mean, he's the big deal in Marvel. And today, I mean, basically every kid, every teenager knows uh, uh, all about the superheroes. You know, they go to the panel wiki or something and they, they just Google it. And uh, these battles between... Uh, DC and Marvel, it was always like, uh, you know, there's this general opinion like Marvel was too bright in comics, too colorful, and DC was dark. But it's not. there's, like you said, vast resources. There's something for everyone. There's dark comics, cheerful comics, comics for kids, comics for gays, everything. Yeah, I agree with that. And you can't, when people tell me, oh, this is... Through the history, we are talking about almost a century of writing both Marvel and DC, and you can't be like, "Oh, this re- represents DC," because what the fuck represents DC or Marvel? You could say, "Oh, this is dark, this," is dark. but we're talking about so many stories. How can you say that there's not a core philosophy that drives them, so to speak? Because there were thousands of different writers and thousands of different times and thousands of different stories. Yeah, we can say. For example, Batman and Superman are the DC. Yeah, there's the association, but they are a very crucial part. But they are just one small part of that vast universe, multiverse, better to say. And, you know, then Marvel, DC, they are starting to introduce all those characters. At the beginning, everyone was, oh my God, who is Morbius? Why Morbius? Why Lobo? And But... uh, now the studios are trying to give the chance to everyone, you know, WandaVision, ah, for example, Loki, uh, Miss Marvel, everyone is getting their chance. I mean, we maybe, uh, not we, but the people maybe don't know for that, but let's give them a try. The, yeah, but uh, that kind of pisses me off as well, because uh, you hear people, when a movie comes out, it's a comic book movie, and... Um, for example, uh, I don't like uh, Batman versus Superman, but one of the, I think, stupid remarks that was made about that movie and many other comic book movies, uh, well, you know, Batman kills, and that's not uh, from the comics book. Well, comic books. Well, well, in most of the Batman comic books, he doesn't kill. But did you maybe read the the, the version where uh, in alternate universe where Robin dies and he he, he starts killing? And, and on that note, I think people are like, oh, this is comic book accurate. No, this is comic book accurate Batman. No, this is comic book accurate Joker. They can all be fucking comic book accurate. You understand? Because there's so many stories about them. So they can all be technically comic book accurate. But yeah, and to be comic book accurate, it's uh, not so reliable uh, term, you know, because in the comics, at the one issue, you can be superhero with bottom of your heart, but in a couple of months, you can turn villain. And you can de- do that in movies, I mean. You know, because every now and then, in the comic book worlds, 
in both Marvel and DC, some superheroes turn bad, some villains turn good, there's vigilantes, the antiheroes, all kind of stuff. Uh, on that note, when you think about, someone says to me DC, uh, and I will think of Batman and Superman, and someone says Marvel, I will think of Spider-Man. Uh, that's generally how I think. I think many people would think like that, you know, as far as the characters goes in the universe. Uh, I think the good thing that Marvel did uh, with its movies, it brought attention to these other characters that maybe were lesser known or not known at all. And I think in that department, like many iconic characters between both Marvel and DC were created. But I think uh, you look at the DC's uh, heroes uh, and I feel like throughout history, DC always put too much effort into Batman. <laughs> Even in movies, when you think about it, it's always about when the next Batman movie is coming out. There, I think uh, Batman devoured <laughs> the DC in some sense. Not to say there aren't other characters uh, that in DC, but I always felt like, my God, DC, and there are phenomenal Batman stories. And just because of that, because they concentrate on him so much. But I think because of concentration on it, we didn't get the attention on awesome Superman stories, awesome Wonder Woman stories, awesome Martian Manhunter stories. I think that's a real shame. Yeah, and there's advice to all of you who are listening to me right now, you know, because I noticed with me, uh, when DC Comics that I read, all around 80% of them are Batman. And then I thought to myself, well, maybe I will try and I will go Google it and I read the, at least one storyline by every superhero. And you know, it, you you meet these wonderful characters in, in Suicide Squad, in, I don't know, Booster Gold. <laughs> they, they are everywhere. They are phenomenal stories. I was blown up by Black Bolt in Marvel. You know, I expected, oh, I just want to read some Black Bolt storyline to read it to... to so I can say that I have read it, and it was absolutely diabolical. Uh, yeah, but and in that well as well, you you know when you look at Marvel and DC, I think uh, the problem today is all, obviously they are trying to accommodate with movies, and I don't like that. But that's a story for another discussion. Uh, but uh, I think unfortunately you think about and on Marvel as well. Uh, Oh, this is Spider-Man, and everybody knows the Spider-Man, but maybe they're not so concentrated on Spider-Man, maybe more on uh, other stories as well, but everybody knows Spider-Man, and I think it's a shame. Like, we know these iconic characters from Batman, from the DC, like Batman and Superman, or Marvel, Spider-Man, we know, or maybe Captain America. But I think there's a vast, vast, you know, number of characters that people they haven't explained, and they're waiting for movies to explain them, and I think that's a real shame, because comics be, uh, bring just another dimension to them that you can't bring in movies. Yeah, and we got to admit to Marvel because Marvel was, like you said, equal to Spider-Man. Everybody knows Spider-Man, uh, not so much of the other characters. And when the MCU started with the Iron Man, with Robert Downey Jr. portrayal, with chemistry with Chris Evans, you know, Marvel shifted that uh, that middle to, to that too, to, to the Captain America and Iron Man, who were always a vocal point in the comics. You know, and still in the DC, it's still all about Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah, and the, that's unfortunate. But for example, my favorite storyline, I think I've read more Marvel storylines, and generally in my top 10, there would be 
more Marvel storylines, I think. But my favorite storyline is, for example, DC storyline, the Identity Crisis. And I think uh, that unfortunately, with the, all the movie attention that uh, Marvel got uh, from its phenomenal movies as well, uh, they were able to do that. And DC kind of stumbled in that department. Maybe now, but again, recently happened, like Batman uh, from uh, Matt Reeves uh, received enormous praise and I liked it as well it was an awesome movie but I think that again is going to affect it <laughs> because people are now going well, well when are we going to get the sequel to the Matrix Batman and will there be a Superman movie will ever will there ever be Man of Steel 2 will there ever be I don't know a Green Arrow movie which I'm a huge fan of will there ever be those fucking things that's it I'm backing now on the previous thoughts about uh all the characters getting the the movies the tv shows it's good it's good but also you don't have the one that deserves you must have some schedule man you know i want to see green arrow not the oliver uh, the, the one on cv uh but sit up only. uh one i want the, the movies you know batman versus superman movie with green arrow it's a different it's a different thing yeah. you know and you have now the flashpoint coming out what the what the fuck, I mean, the Flashpoint, it's end of that cinematic universe. We don't have, uh, or I don't know, maybe 10, 15 characters that really got caught to us. For Flashpoint, we need whole fucking DC universe. You know, like, you, you gotta work like Marvel, step by step, movie by movie, and you will have the spectacle like Infinity War, like Endgame. Yeah, but th that was the problem because I think they didn't want that kind of hustle uh, in that department. And uh, again, that's a real shame because now they're going to be, well, well, Batman made a lot of money, so now we're going to make Batman. Again, Batman, Batman, and another Batman, you know, and that kind of pisses me off. It's like, uh, like they're thinking about, oh, Marvel already did all of that. We, we just need to publish some superhero movie. It could be done like that. And it won't. And it won't. That's that's the problem because, and it's such a shame as well uh, with uh, DC because by this trend we're just gonna get Batman uh, movies and maybe Justice League because it succeeded with many fans uh, the Zack Snyder's Justice League although uh, and Suicide Squad yeah but none of it's it's connected and the problem is maybe it did, it wouldn't have to be connected but. We got Marvel, and we sort of expect the same shit from the DC, and that's kind of fuck fucks us up. Just our experience, because you're thinking, oh, this uh, Batman, but it's not connected to anything, and you just sort of feel like it should be connected. And I think, I think that's a real shame uh, in regards to the that whole universe. Yeah, and the bet between Marvel and DC, it's always about who is copycatting who, and who can beat who. And you know, these copycats, for example, Aquaman and Namor, yes, they have basically same abilities, same superpower. But you know, when you look on Namor, Namor, uh, he's, a, a, he's a ruthless bastard, you know, he, he's aggressive, he, he's the king of the Atlantis, who, who hates human, he's half mutant and everything. And Aquaman, he's the child's played for him, you know, it, it's totally different characters. And it goes for every copycat. Uh, who can Solomon Grandio? Oh, what the fuck? But they, they don't even... 
uh, you have the same color palette. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think you have the same sort of motive, except like copycats like maybe Hyperion and Superman. But like we are talking maybe Superman and Captain America, they're same ideals, so to yeah. speak. But, you know, th those are vastly different characters. In Obviously, they're vastly different characters. But tell me this, like, uh, you you read more Marvel as well as I do, uh, but I haven't read as much as you. Uh, but your favorite storyline is maybe from Marvel, and many of your favorite storylines are from Marvel as well. Uh, but tell me uh, this. Do you think there's... Because I feel like when I go and read DC comic or Marvel comics, I sort of expect something from this one and from this one. Do you have that feeling like, oh, I'm going to read DC comics and I'm going to get this? Or I expect to get this? Or Marvel comic and I expect to get this? You know, Do you have that kind of feeling? Yeah, but that basically depends on what I'm reading, you know, because when I jump into some crossover event, I expect to see some bullcaps, you know, some uh, uh, panels that are beautifully colored or something. For Marvel, I'm speaking, you know, I want to see some, so I don't, uh, I, but I almost every time, you know, in the newer, in the newer times, I get the anticlimactic last two issues and <laughs> I don't expect to that you know it's always some extreme battle all that colors in the comics you know everyone fighting everyone that villain uh, going one-on-one -on -one with one of the superheroes maybe even killing one in the process you know and in DC I always I don't know why but I always expect some rain scene I always expect some uh some uh, uh, heartbreaking dialogue between characters, you know, and in DC, I uh, and in Marvel, I expect one-liners. Uh, yeah, for me, it's sort of like uh, East versus West Coast hip hop. You know, it's like New York versus Los Angeles. But uh, DC, DC has a lot of problems in uh, in the movie world, and unfortunately, movie world drives the comic books. Uh, that's why I think most comic books today are lazy. Uh, you know, and because they try to accommodate movies, and I don't like that. Yeah, but there's still some comics that don't accommodate the movies, but they pave the way for the newer generation for the new movies to come, because uh, they are uh, they are making that. Uh, how should I put it? Uh, that that way, you know, they they are putting the vibe on for the movie to be made. But uh, when you have that. Uh, Marvel versus DC. Uh, what do you expect from one? What do you expect for other? Like I said, it depends on what you read. Uh, you have Marvel that's similar to that WWE, the Forbidden Doors. We do not work with others. You know, the Conan is exception. I mean, back then you had the Godzilla crossover or something like that, GI Joe. But DC, DC is always open for conversation with the other companies with the Indies. For example, Batman and uh, uh, DMNT uh, and stuff like that. And that's the difference because in DC, you always have that uh, unexpected factor. They can work with anyone. Or also Vertigo comics, they're totally different stuff from DC comics. Yeah, Vertigo stuff was legendary. Now it's defunct, unfortunately, but it's pretty legendary. Their imprints are better than Marvel. Let's just say that. Definitely, uh, that's the part where 
I think these events with uh, its imprints are, I mean, legendary stories. And, uh, I think even Sin City that, that I read from Frank Miller is uh, from Vertigo Comics. Uh, uh, amazing stuff there, definitely. Uh, but uh, uh, I have to ask you, oh, Batman versus uh, Iron Man. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> but it, it comes down to that, uh, isn't it? Like, uh, with, with Phantoms, like, uh, I, I think you should just... You want to read Batman, you're not going to read it in Marvel comics, right? Uh, you understand? So you're going to read DC comics, and I want to read Batman, and I want to read Green Arrow, and I want to read Flash, and I'm going to go read DC comics because they belong to DC comics. And I want to read Daredevil, and I want to read Captain America and Iron Man, and I'm going to go read Marvel comics, obviously, and it should be obvious to everyone. Yeah, to be honest, Batman versus Iron Man, you know, Completely to other stuff, but the, I mean, I basically read 80% of DC comics I already said are Batman. They are truly some magnificent storylines. And Iron Man storylines, they are not uh, nearly as good as Batman, to be honest. And Iron Man is one of my favorite characters. But you, with Iron Man, you have the Avengers storylines, where he's a crucial part. That's also Iron Man's story. Yeah, I think we can agree that perhaps Batman has best solo storylines in history i mean generally speaking like that's a huge fucking catalog that, that the character like him has although uh, except the the frank miller my favorite writers run with, with batman which i which i can't stand but that's a topic for another discussion but and daredevil is classic so j just to say that and uh for far as it goes for marvel then uh... Marvel is constantly producing some new, so uh, some new names, some new superheroes, and they catch up with people. I, Ironheart, for some reason, catch up with people. Uh, we have Hulkling, we have Miles Morales, and every, and uh, people, uh, be, uh, except better these characters. They are better written than DC new characters. It, it's just lazy in DC, in my opinion, of course. Uh, yeah, but, but listen, in. Uh... Looking down the line, uh, I need, uh, I don't need Marvel to, listen, I need Marvel, as far as the movie goes, I need them to uh, not make those uh, classic MCU shit that they can pull off every once in a while, because uh, I thought it was funny how people like maybe Shang-Chi more than Eternals, and, and I thought like, well, they're calling it classic MCU, well, isn't isn't the Shang-Chi more dead than Eternals? Well, okay. Uh, I need Marvel to be, to to experiment more, like with Spider-Man, because we already saw a lot from that, and we named something new, and that's what I need from them. And in comics, the book uh, department, I just need uh, Daredevil. I just need Daredevil, awesome storylines from Daredevil. Uh, and from DC, I need, I need them to concentrate on making that fucking movie universe like it's supposed to be made and not on every meeting mention Batman or some shit. I need, I need my classic Green Lantern. I need the uh, Green Arrow. I need Martian Manhunter, and in comic books department as well. I need, I need, uh, I need some flavor, you know, to jump into comic books again. And I think that's really good to wrap up this uh, first episode of the new season. We stay genuine, uncensored and unscripted, and we always will, as we have to order our usual. Share us, subscribe us, and stay tuned until the next Wednesday. Iguzo!